Get your bag right. Get busy on five extra loud mornings. No. Nicole De Silva. So as mentioned a little bit earlier, we are talking about tech startups, but this is no ordinary tech startup. My friends, we are talking about medical services. Joining us in studio today, we have Zanele Motome, who is the CEO and founder of Wello. It's a tech startup that works as a medicine delivery service portal. Uh, Zanele is here and I've, I think there's a bunch of questions and I'm hoping that we'll get some sent in by by people listening as well but let's first start off with saying hi welcome good to have you here hi hi nicole thanks for having me it's an absolute pleasure um let's look in your into your background where did your interest in in business in general start wow it started a long time ago uh i think i was around in my 20s i was I was at Rao. Now it's called uh, UJ. UJ. Down the road. Yes. (laughs) Down the road. Yes. So I was always like attending, you know, during my spare time, I'll attend your conferences, your business breakfast in Santon and conferences in Nasrag, et cetera, et cetera. Then I just sat down with my mom and I was like, you know what, mom? Uh, I want to, I want to drop out. Can Mm. you, can you have a deal? Because I'm spending most of my time doing business conferences, attending workshops and all of that. I'm not, I'm not at school uh, a lot of times. What were you studying? I was studying BA corporate communications. Okay. Yes. Right. So I did my first year and I did my second year. And I was like, no, I'm bored with this course. My, my passion and my thing is in business. So can you give me a chance to drop out and go back home to Rustenburg and open my own business? And if it doesn't pan out... Uh, I'm going to go back to school. Give me three years. So the deal was, give me three years. Ooh, if your it mom doesn't pan you, out. <laughs> three years. <laughs> yes, then I'll go back to school. Uh-huh. And and the rest is history. Then I went wow. back to Rustenburg, started in construction, started wow. as a subcontractor, didn't have a car. And my mom bought me my first wheelbarrows and, you know, my hand tools and all of that. Recruited people, started building, you know, in those days, as a subcontractor, you'll be paid uh, 50 cent per brick laid. So you make sure that, you know, if you get a subcontract, because the subcontract was from Greenacre, who were doing townhouses. Mm. So you make sure that you push those numbers, you push those bricks Listen, so that you, you get, get your 50 cents. You get yourself like 100,000 bricks, my friend. 50 cents a brick, you balling. Lots exactly. of wheelbarrows. <laughs> exactly. So that's way I started in business. And uh, from then on, I moved to mine contracting. Mm. When we were doing things like your drill uh, and blast underground, your secondary support, very mainly and very (laughs) technical. And I learned on the job as well because everything that I do, like I would get into an industry and I say, okay, I only have metric because if you dropped out, you have metric. Okay. I only have metric. I don't have the skill in this industry. So what is the backdoor? How do I learn about it? And the best thing uh, that you could do is to subcontract from people who are already in the industry. You paying your school fees, you earning peanuts, but you getting your hands dirty, you learning. Mm-hmm. Then from then on, you you graduate to become a main contractor. Now, now you can approach them and say, "Hey, I've been doing this subcontract for this many years." Under this company, can you please now give me an opportunity to do it by on my own? Mm. Then that's where you graduate. So uh, that's the advice I will give to people. If you go into an industry that you know nothing about, pay your school fees, subcontract, then move on from there. Mm. So that's that's how I got into mine contracting until 2018. Okay, so from there into what you're actually doing now, um, mm-hmm. technical um, and and medical, it's mm-hmm. a bit of a jump. 
It is. It is. I mean, did you have to do another course to to be able to get into that, or was it the same sort of procedure of like subcontracting? Uh, how did you? This one was was totally different. I I took a different turn with this one. Uh, how I got into tech, uh, number one, uh, in twenty eighteen. Uh, the mine where I had a very lucrative contract, it closed down and like I had the rug pulled under my feet. Mm. And I told myself that, you know what, I'm I'm fast approaching 40. I do not want to depend in this life of tenders and being at the mercy of procurement officers mm. and all of that. You know, you don't have you don't have power. You don't have the whole control. You want to have something that you own, right? Exactly. And something that's sustainable and something that can bring in money every day, revenue every day, and you don't have, yes, exactly. Then I went back to the drawing board and I said, okay, I always have ideas, so what can I do? Then I I, I read up on the tech industry. Uh, I was a person who was not even on WhatsApp. I was just like tech averse, everything. (laughs) So I read up on the industry and I said, okay, this is an industry where I can play. Because in that, in the tech world, uh, it gives you an opportunity to bring your ideas to life, to bring your ideas to life at scale. You're not in a cocoon, in a South African cocoon or Rustenburg cocoon or whatever. You can go global. So borders, you can bring, yeah, yes, you can bring your, exactly, bring your ideas to life at scale. And just as, because uh, I'm an entrepreneur, I have ideas. So the, the best thing to do is to just get a team of technical people around you. Then you're good to go. Mm. So that's how I got into tech. And me being an all or nothing type of girl, I said, okay, now I need, like, I need to know more. Where can, where's the best place to learn? And I said, okay, Silicon Valley. For me, Silicon Valley will be the best place to learn. And I was struggling to get money to get there. And then I had my accident, a car accident with, with my Corsa. It was a very old car. And the insurance money gave me 35,000 rands after that. So I had a choice of going to deposit another car or get to go to Silicon Valley. And I was like, flip, it's fine. I can go back to using taxis when, when I come back. And to you South went overseas. I bought a ticket. <laughs> Wow. I bought a ticket. I bought a yeah. I bought a return ticket to Silicon Valley. Luckily, I still had my US visa, and I spent around three to four months there. And yeah, yeah. So when I came back, I knew I knew that I have to be in the tech space. Yeah. Okay. This mm-hmm. uh, this sounds like a a journey and a half, and I <laughs> almost like there needs to be a series made on this story. <laughs> All right, let's bring you up to speed. So Zanele is telling us so far her journey. Um, for those who've just joined us, she's the CEO and founder of Wello, which is a tech startup. We were in construction. We left varsity. We haven't got a degree, but we've got all the different experience needed to do entrepreneurial things. There was a tragic car accident, life-changing pivotal moment where you decided, okay, the money from the car, instead of getting another car, I'm going to go to Silicon Valley because that's where the tech stuff is. And you decided this is the thing. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you, how, so you arrive there mm-hmm. in Silicon Valley, which is in San Francisco for those mm-hmm. who don't know. And what do you do? Knock, knock. Hi, I, ha- <laughs> I, I want to learn things. What did you do? Uh, so like uh, two weeks before I, oh, so like two weeks before I left for the journey, I was like, okay, when you go to places like Silicon Valley, or when you want to learn about tech, mm. there are incubator programs, there are accelerators, and all of that. Obviously, I'm not ready for that, and you know, I won't even get to an accelerator in like in two weeks' time. 
So me being me, I said, okay, flip. I'll, I'll, I'll create my own incubator program. What do you mean, Zanella? <laughs> You're going to create your own one. There's things like events, bright, you know, when you go there and you, you check, uh, there are so many startup events and all of that. So I told myself that, okay, I'm going to attend the startup events because there are startup events in San Francisco, in Palo Alto, you know, in the Bay Area all the time. I'll attend the startup events. Yeah. I'll do office hours. Office hours is when you meet with somebody, maybe somebody from Amazon or somebody from Twitter, somebody from Uber, somebody yeah. you know from these tech companies yes. where you have a one-on-one -on -one for an hour and you talk about the, your ideas. Do and they just allow this to happen? You I mean, make appointment. I, I was so, I was so, I don't know, surprised and even it's just awesome. In the, the U.S., access, yeah. you have access. That's, that's what I liked about U.S. In South Africa, if I mm. want a meeting with CEO of this one, I have to go Forget through that PA and, the, and yeah. the, I won't even get a meeting. Mm. So the access to entrepreneurs, you know, and the drive and the energy because Sheesh. I ended up even meeting uh, the head of partnership at Uber at one of the uh, female founder events wow. and the next week I was pitching her at Uber headquarters in San Francisco so just the access and I attended YC female bootcamp I attended always bootcamp because I was out there I was just mm. hustling you know I was, so did so you have the did you have the idea for Wello already or did no. you you were learning tech things and then only when you came back I was learning tech things. I didn't have the idea for Wello. I, I had the idea for Wello only last year when, yeah. Yes. Sure. Yes. So that was my incubator program. And I met my tribe, you know, I met mentors, I met peers, I met VCs. I learned the lingo. I learned how the whole ecosystem works. So, yeah, it was just great times. So how did, how did Wello come about? What was the aha moment or the like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm now, I know sort of, I know the tech things now mm -hmm. and this is the service that I'm going to provide using tech. Okay. So Wello, at first uh, I wanted to do a delivery, a delivery platform uh, where we would deliver food, clothes, you know, for those people who uh, who sell it on Instagram and all of that. So, yes. And also medicine and also service stock files. Then I went back to the drawing board. Me being a person who loves to do niche things. I went back to the drawing board and I took everything out. Mm. And I said, okay, in all of those things, the one that has impact, the one that resonates with me uh, as, a, as, as Zanelle, and the one that I can scale in emerging economies is, is medicine. So let me take everything out. Let, let me focus on medicine. And you started this in 20? That was last year, December. No, 2020, December. 2020, that's when Uelo started. Why did I think that you've been... You've done so well. Exactly, I know. <laughs> you've done so well, Zanelle. 2020, December, that's when I started at the robots handing out flyers in Soshangube. Oh my <laughs> goodness. It, success isn't a straight line. We know this. And um, we're also finding out from Zanele, who is the founder and CEO of Wello, that it's it's a convoluted pathway. I cannot believe that you started your business, this business, in December last year and how much impact you've had already. So um, what does Wello do for those who don't know? Okay, uh, Wello, I took the, the word Wello from the word wellness. So I played around with the word wellness and I came up with Wello. Wello, uh, for me, it's a health tech, it's a health tech startup. We currently doing medicine delivery at home. 
uh, for people who need it the most and at their convenience. And we also added another service because now we're building a whole array of at-home health tech services. Mm. So we wanted to start with the, the first one, which is medicine delivery, which was a low-hanging fruit for us and something that we can just dip in and because the, the, the market was there and the need was there. And now we've added uh, at-home sample collection. Uh, sample uh, medical uh, medicine, s- medical sample collection mm-hmm. is a service that we give to your doctors. So those are our B2B clients, your doctors and hospital. So they'll be doing a consultation with uh, Zanella at home mm-hmm. or Lerato at home. And then they'll send us and say, okay, we've done a consultation with Lerato. Please go to your house, go and fetch her saliva. Oh, or that her kind urine. of a sample. Uh, yes, yes. Or her bloods. Then so so now we've added now B two B clients sure. where we're offering that and so soon we'll be adding more so that's well in a nutshell health at home we deliver health at home. What I want to add to this for those who are listening is that South Africa South Africa is full of different levels of access and privilege, mm-hmm. and for you to be like oh but I don't need this because I could I mean just going to the to the pharmacy to pick up my medication there are people that don't have cars they don't have. A pharmacy just around the corner they have to stand in queues for hours upon hours upon hours before they can even see a doctor before they can even get a script so this is a platform that gives access to individuals who don't have the time or the means to be able to get life-saving medication Excellent. so what you've done is you fulfill you the need that you're fulfilling is so important. It's literally life-saving. It is. How it do is. the people, I mean, I imagine there's a lot of people who um, like the can't stand in queues for hours or they're super far away from the hospital or the doctor. How do they, how do they have access to you? How do they find out about you? Especially if they're not necessarily tech savvy. They have to use the technology to use your service, but how do they get it? Hmm. Uh, it's, it's both ways. So we have a, a WhatsApp Oh, so it's both oh, ways. So that? we have a chatbot, yes. Because Clever. when we yes, when we build this, I was like, you know what? I'm going to stay away from for now mm. from app because yes. you must talk to you must talk the language of your people. Yes. You must talk the language of your clients. My people do, won't be using apps. So for now, we said, okay, let's create a WhatsApp chatbot because WhatsApp Perfect. is the language of our people, yes. especially in the townships. And you don't need money for it. Exactly, exactly. Just a li- little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so pocket friendly. So mm. that's why we said, okay, let's use a chatbot. Brilliant. But for my gogos and you know your elders at home, yes. they send us what uh, please call me uh. because there's a language as well yes. or they call us directly some of us some of them want to call you and speak to you yes like last it's week trusting exactly like last week uh, i got a call from another lady who's in Harangua, mm. and she said oh i heard about Welo that you guys fetch medic- medication for us but i want to see you face to face can you come to my house for tea and tell me about Welo?" and i did exactly that i i'm put it in my wow. schedule and went to a home and explained the whole well process and she signed up for the six month subscription after that. So our clients are not the same. So you speak to the language that they get the best. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um We've actually got somebody, I think he's still on the line now. Um, see are you there? How you doing, guys? Hey, uh, hey, hey uh, fantastic stuff. So inspiring this morning, eh? We try. We try. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, thank you for putting me on. I just want to speak to Zanele real quick. Uh, so, Zanele, congratulations on the amazing work that you're doing. Um, and, you know, doing that jump from um, a 9 to 5, really, to start your own thing. So, 
the reason I'm calling uh, quickly about myself, I am the owner of uh, New Africa Industries. Mm-hmm. It's a startup company as well. That is, it, it's multi, it's multi pronged. It's got a, a division in manufacturing, and we've previously done an ICT project, and we won an award through the Innovation Hub, mm-hmm. uh, connecting. You know, Ooh, Marisa, you need to get to your question. We're not here to advertise your business, here. <laughs> no, no, I, I need to do a link up and see if there's a synergy that we can create with Uzanele mm. because I also want to develop a technology in the medicine space. I come from a healthcare background. Oh, so the other way around. I just needed, yeah, I just needed her to understand that uh, mm-hmm. there's a link and a connection between what I do and what they do at Wella. Mm. Okay. Are you on Twitter? Uh, I am on Twitter, not so active. <laughs> Please <laughs> follow me there. <laughs> At Zanele mm-hmm. underscore Matome, M-A-T-O-M-E. Mm-hmm. She's very active there and I'm sure she yes. she will engage we with you. Engage. We're not going to do numbers on the radio, but that's yes. probably the easiest place to find her to have oh, mm, to have oh, these good. discussions. Also, I'm just going to say, can I get 20% of whatever you guys have together <laughs> for facilitating this discussion? Thank you so much. Of course. <laughs> all right, all the best, guys. Thank you so okay, much. Okay, yeah. you're welcome, Holisi. Have a lovely rest bye, of your day. Holisi. Thanks for getting in touch. Thank you, thank you Mr. Okay, Silva. keep in touch. Okay. <laughs> all right, then. Bye. Sounds like a vibe. <laughs> it does, does sound like a vibe. All right. I want to um, wrap this up in the nicest way possible. I know that you are going to expand. I mean, you've already mm-hmm. gone from leaps and bounds mm-hmm. in, the. Sh- I want to say the last, what, t- since 2018 till now and then mm-hmm. December until now. Mm-hmm. Um, what plans do you have to expand nationally because you can't necessarily visit everyone in their home mm-hmm, and have a discussion <laughs> so uh, what are the important things to consider before expanding the business and how are you planning on expanding uh, before expanding like currently I'm on a fundraising drive uh, we're raising funds we're raising a seat round uh, at a 3.5 million US dollar valuation. So we're raising a seed round so that we can be able now to to expand nationally. So uh, the plan is to do KZN, Western Cape, Northwest, hey, my hometown, my home <laughs> province, and and also branch out into other areas of Gauteng. So to do that, you need resources, resources being uh, funding, being capital, and also, you know, a, a team, extending your team. Mm. So those are the two pivotal things that, that I'm currently looking into. So we took into uh, some investors and all of that. So I'll keep you guys posted. Please, can we like do another, Great. I want to say like four months or six months from now, Please. Wh- where you're at? Exactly. I would love that. I would love that. So, yeah. So that's, that's our expansion plans for now. Yeah. Beautiful. And this is the journey, man. It's it's not a straight line, as I said earlier. And it's it's learning and diversifying and finding the needs and, and filling the gaps, seeing what people actually need. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like an entrepreneur. I've never done it before, but I've heard that's the similarities. True. Finding mm-hmm. finding the service that people are looking for. Solving a problem. That's exactly. it. Solving a problem. A hundred percent. And that's exactly what you're doing. Zanele, so lovely to meet you. Thank you so much for joining us here on Five. Um, she's the CEO and founder of Willow. Check them out online. <laughs> Get your bag right. Get busy on five. Extra loud mornings. No. With Nicole De Silva.